This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby, episode 69 of the Kicks and Shit Show. All right, I had to cut that short because, Gabby, we have lots of things happening in these streets. First of all... There's so many things <laughs> happening. I feel like it's appropriate that this is episode 69 because, you know, it satisfies you just enough, but you have to do a lot of work to get there. Let me you put see, it that way. All right, see, right? You, like, am I right or am I right? You see, why you, why you always got to take it to these places? All right. So we were off... Is uh, it, am I incorrect? You are not incorrect. We were off last week, busy in these streets, getting content and stuff for you guys, you know, working hard. And then, of course, uh, this week, we had a manhole cover explosion fire in my neighborhood, which burnt out all the Verizon Fios computers. So right now for this show, we are recording using my phone as a hotspot. So, folks, technical difficulties will surely abound. And then there's just the normal overall, like, life. And it's just like, ah, I just want to make a Vagabond podcast. Vagabond life, Gerard. Vagabond <laughs> life, let me tell you, makes things a little bit more challenging. For those who are watching, I'm sitting on the floor right now in a very comfortable my pillow. Thank you to the infomercials and to the Rosenthal family for providing today's setup. Uh, I had to explain to my mom all about virtual backgrounds this morning. And I was like, the files are in the computer. That's how I felt this morning. But it was great. You know, it's never a dull moment with the Rosenthal. It was wonderful. It. I got to virtually meet Marilyn Rosenthal today. She was very, she thought she was meeting me in the flesh. She was like, oh, I thought I was meeting you. I'm like, well, Marilyn, we are meeting. I mean, you are meeting, yes. Yeah, yeah, just virtually. But she, you know, she wants the end the real thing. Uh, Marilyn Rosenthal, a lovely woman. We had a nice little chat. She was amazed by all of this technology and things happening in the world. You know, Gabs, the world, the world, the world. You know, let's talk about sneakers for a minute. I, I You had an, an I'm not even saying an interesting, like, sneaker adventure, but there's a pair of shoes that you have been talking about for months that you were not forever. able to, well yes forever but like Let's just call it forever at this point in were, sneaker land that's a forever you were unable to get your hands on them on them when they released uh retail but through the magic of <laughs> ebay ebay yes shout out to through eBay. the magic of ebay ebay gets all the credit on this one because i'm gonna tell you why <laughs> i'm running with the waves all right since 2017 and I've been crashing and burning for a long time. Oh, but Lord. shouts to eBay. So I've been like, 
I tend to be like a grail seeker, right? These, as you guys know, the Wave Runners are one of my favorite pairs. They're ones that it's like the one that got away, right? That I like haven't gotten over, will never get over. Still professing my love for them every single day of my life. And I've been going to local sneaker shops because I want to shop local whenever I can. And here's my beef, right? There's a place in Jersey City. I will not name them. And every time I go in there, they pull up StockX to give me the price as if I don't have a computer or a smartphone in my hand and as if I have no idea what I'm talking about. So, you know, I don't love that stigma against like ladies don't know about the shoes. So that's the first strike against them. But I went in this time feeling confident and I was like, I put the shoe on the counter and I said, how much are these? And I know how much they are on StockX. And the guy looked at me like, all right, ma'am. <laughs> all right, I was miss. like, don't call me a ma'am, sir. <laughs> um, and they came back to me and they were like, five fifty, And I was like, uh, hard pass. Yeah, so yeah. I went to another place in Hoboken. It was like the same type of thing. I'm looking at StockX at other places around the same. And let me tell you, this is what I love about eBay as one of my favorite places to shop for sneakers. I think people count it out a lot, but mm -hmm. you do get that kind of like local one-on-one -on -one seller interaction because yep. you can negotiate the price. It's an actual human who is either selling their collection into the resale game, whatever that is, like you have a real human. So you have an opportunity to make an offer. It might not always get accepted, but my favorite part about eBay, and I cannot say this enough, is that there are no fees for sellers or for mm -hmm. buyers. So That's everybody big. wins, right? Like. If I'm selling my kicks, I don't have to pay an extra fee. If I'm trying to buy kicks, it's not like whatever it is, the $40 add-on for every pair in StockX. But like that stuff adds up when you're trying to buy sneakers uh, in the resale market. And that just is the state of sneaker culture. So I was able to get my beloveds for just a little, like about $100 over retail, including shipping. And for those who do not know eBay authenticates with their <laughs> wonderful partners at SneakerCon. They authenticate everything so you know they're legit. And there are times where I've ordered stuff that hasn't passed. And I'm like, you know, at first in the moment, I'm like, fuck, I really wanted those. But I would rather know that they're real versus not. So shouts to eBay for coming through with the assist on this one. What a beautiful day. They just shipped from the authenticators. Ooh. What a time to be alive. Am I right, Gerard? <laughs> what a time indeed. Now, I will also say, you know, not necessarily about, um, you know, this particular sneaker, more like a, a collection. So we know about Drake's uh, Nocta collection with Nike, um, the Nocta Nike Golf collection. Of, uh, so the apparel where it was released this morning, the morning we are recording this podcast. And there are some nice pieces in there. And I was halfway thinking like, man, should I try to get on sneakers and like try to get them? And I didn't, but I was wondering about that. Like, do you think? Because it's Drake and there are stands out there that people are just going to try to get that stuff no matter what, even though, but y'all don't even play golf. So why the hell are you going to get this stuff? I know it's like super chuggy that that's like a thing that we have to actually talk about, but I <laughs> totally agree. I think because there's uh, the champagne poppy himself attached to it, yeah. that it might be a little bit tougher to get, but you never know. I mean, I think when it comes and we've talked about this a little bit with like the Ivy Park stuff, yeah. but even sometimes when there's a celeb name, depending on the collection, yeah. And, and shouts to Nike and Jordan Brand for all the fire stuff that they're doing in the golf space. Like, mm -hmm. it's making golf swaggy, you know? I mean, I, I love to see, like, the Jordan cleats and mm -hmm. all these other things that are coming out. I think golf attire isn't necessarily just for golf. So that's where it kind of mm, gives a little I bit know. of a leg up to maybe sell through a little faster. I haven't updated my sneakers app and checked it this morning because 
Well, you know what? Let me, That's where we're at today. Well, let's, let's do it live while we're on the air. Let let's, me just let's, let's go for a little ditty. A little like, ditty. Let's just I see like what's it's happening. All coming full circle, Dred. Let's see what's happening in in in, in the space. But you know, for me, right? And I always say, like, I, I do in fact play golf. So it's like, and I don't, but I don't play it well. So I'm like, well, if you're gonna play golf and play poorly, at least look fly when you want the course, right? So. So that's I mean, I'm, right now, my app stuff is available. Yes, stuff is available. I see. Yes. You know? So the question now is, what do I want to get? Do I want to get one of these jackets? I think I'm going to go with the... I think you need the Nocta Golf sunglasses, because those are, like, Ooh. giving me Oakley's 1990s vibes. Yeah, minus those, those look dope. Well, I, I think I'm going to get the mock neck the mock neck top. I think that's a, that's a nice one. Okay. I like a good mock I neck. I like this vest, this vest situation is actually pretty cool, the Nocta vest, mm-hmm. because the back of it, this is what I like about it. Right. Yep. The back has like two what looks like to be cell phone pockets. So it's almost like if I'm a ninja and I want to pull out like samurai swords and work phone, personal phone. That's what it gives me vibes of. But I like it. I like the utilitarian in the back. I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it's an, it's it's nice and clean lines. Like I, I like a lot of the collection. I think they did a really good job. But again, this is something that I think you could wear off the golf course too. So like too. when Fear of God and Jerry did mm-hmm. like the mock neck sweatshirts and mm-hmm. things like that that had that more mixed lifestyle vibe. That's kind of how I feel about some of these pieces here. Maybe the polo shirt, not so much. That gives me like Master Shredder <laughs> with inspiration with like the slashes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm no, 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 I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I see it. I you see, see it. You see what I mean, right? It's like turtles and a half it. shell. It's full power. Ooh, I do like the golf jacket, though. I mean, we're going to post some of these pictures uh, right here in the in Absolutely. the episode. Let's see what you guys think about it. Uh, but it's, I think to your point, it's like Ivy Park, right? It's like, okay, like, but these things are available. So maybe there are people who are like, who want actually want this stuff, who will be able to get it. So I may take a little peruse through and see if I pick me out a, a, a spot. There are things, to your point, you can wear off the course in here. That look like, all right, you know, these are, I'd wear this like going out somewhere. You went away. Uh-oh. Do we? Oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, and I'm back. Back and, like and I never back. left. <laughs> We're going to say, do we? <laughs> yes, I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you when you say that. Do we think that Drake has a handicap or oh, has he ever oh, yeah. set foot on a golf course? Oh, yeah. Drake, Drake definitely has a handicap. He's definitely played golf before. Uh, how many times I couldn't tell you, but he's definitely been on a golf course before. All right. Feel pretty confident oh, about that. Shout to Champagne Poppy. Shout to Champagne Poppy, um, who, of course, you know, Certified Love of Boy is still out there in these streets uh, dominating. We did have another uh, little Nas X dropped his project. I mean, it's been a very sort of busy uh you know a few weeks of popular album releases it's been it's been exciting in these streets i agree i have to ask you and i know i'm going to age both of us when i ask this question <laughs> but did you watch the vmas this year i did not i can let me see the last time i watched the vmas god it, was i mean Britney spears on it so i mean it was she, a little kim boob tap it might be it might be somewhere in that time frame certainly it's in the early 2000s was the last time i watched the vmas so I found it very fascinating, right? Especially with all the new music and like, you know, I feel like with the TikTok craze, a mm. lot of the friends that I was with when we were watching it, they were like, oh, I know that song from TikTok, like Roses. Um, <laughs> also did not know what the artist looked like. It's just so fascinating when you see all this stuff. And there was this weird, it was almost like a black mirror moment mm-hmm. that I couldn't tell if I was watching an ad or if they were snippets up from the artist. And they were all artists that were nominated. So this weird kind of native integration of like, this song by Pepsi, it's like the taste of a new generation, but it's also by like Doja Cat, who was dressed as a, as the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland at one point. She even commented like, oh, I'm going to accept this award as a worm. I can't move my arms. I'm like, all right. 
at least the self-awareness is alive and real here. <laughs> it just was very interesting because like, I, I like to expand and explore new music right. and, you know, I, I went out to dinner the other night to a place that was playing a lot of K-pop and I loved all the Ooh. K-pop music videos. And I was like, I can't tell if this is an ad for hot sauce or if it's a music video. And it was just a music video, but the hot sauce was very well integrated. So I'm like, I wonder if that's where we're now taking inspiration. So the, the awards were very strange in that sense that it was a mix of like, like the Foo Fighters performed. Mm -hmm. Do people watching the music, the VMAs, know who the Foo Fighters or is it is are the people that wa are watching old people like you and I that want to <laughs> see the Foo Fighters that aren't are, that it's like who is that person that's there wearing no clothing and twerking on stage like it, it's like a weird mix right now yeah. kind of both <clears throat> so I'd love your thoughts on that well I think what's happening is we are at a very we're at a pivotal and I don't want to make it like dramatic but we are at a pivotal moment dramatic, in like in, in in history right where Everything about the way in which we live life is changing, right? How we work, how we live, uh, how we consume, all of that is changing around us rapidly in real time. And we're not quite sure how to respond and react to it, right? And I think this is where the sort of like, I don't want to say disconnect, but like the dissonance is coming from. That is like, the dissonance. Absolutely right? agree it's sort with of you. just like, what? what? You're like, what is actually happening? It, it'll be so interesting. We won't be around to find out, but... 200 years from now when like they write or, or well, they won't even be writing whatever they use to communicate what happened during this point in history what are they going to say about it right that's gonna be, that, i mean we won't know but that will be really fascinating to like really like wow like what what do they think about how did those people now look back at this time how how is it recorded and i think that's what we're struggling with right it's like wow we're really things are happening and changing literally for historically around us and it's crazy so yeah you have these mediums now, I'm playing music, right? It used to be you had to get discovered and you had to get signed to a label. Then A&R do this thing. And, and you know, sometimes you'd hit, sometimes you wouldn't. Like tons of, Now it's like, man, some kid just goes on TikTok, does something. They got 10 million followers. Next thing you know, it's like it in, in one sense, it has democratized and made the way in which you become popular for singing or entertaining a much lower barrier of entry. But the challenge with that is it's a much lower barrier of entry. So the marketplace is flooded and you could be extremely talented and good. But for whatever reason, you didn't hit and like your TikTok video only you got, didn't go viral. Right, right. Exactly. So no one knows if you're good or not. And it doesn't matter because companies now are like, no, no, no we got to get this girl because she got 10 million followers or this guy because he got 8 million followers or whatever. And it's like, well, that's just that's the currency we use now. And I think, you know, like the the talk shows of old like the Steve Harvey show and the Ellen DeGeneres show were have been kind of doing that right and like featuring YouTube stars and kids that have been on like news clips that have gone viral so it's interesting seeing like the ocean spray guy who was <laughs> skateboarding in like northern California with his cranberry juice to Stevie Nicks that now everyone knows who that is right yeah, or yeah. like there all these like quick snippet songs like people will hear things and be like oh I learned that from TikTok. It just, it's, it's a weird, it almost to your point also that because it's so accessible, does it change the way that we look at talent, right? Because everything is digestible in 15 second snippets mm -hmm. now, right? Mm -hmm. Like the TikTok dances don't need to be that long. They're not, right. a, it, no one's watching an, a minute video, a 60 second video. Isn't that it's amazing, like, as long though, as you Gabby? have that hook though, it's, it's wild. It reminds me of that Black Mirror episode with Miley Cyrus, mm. where it's like that catchy hook and, 
I don't know if you've watched the episode, if you've seen it, but well, I mean, uh, I, I've seen enough Black Mirror to kind of get the idea of like, oh, well, I mean, this is actually happening, right? Like, yeah, I want to link this one though in our chat for this episode because <laughs> this one's very interesting. Because I was like, I know this hook, and they keep playing the hook over and over again. And this episode came out a few years ago before this TikTok craze really like blew up. So it's interesting seeing how like you're like this hook, it gets in your head. I downloaded it on my my Apple Music, like. And then I was like, wait a second, this is a Nine Inch Nails cover from the 90s. I'm like, that's how I know this song. But the way that they produce it and show the episode, I think, is really telling the, how music culture has gotten and become today because of this kind of manufactured ADD culture that we're in. You're right. There, 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 there is so much content to consume out there. And, you know, it's you're competing for mind share and to your point about the six second video think about that statement gabby like people can't be bothered to watch a minute a minute a minute is nothing it's 60 seconds but people don't have time for it and it's not that they don't have time it's just that they want to consume everything and because yep. they want to consume everything you have literally 10 to 15 seconds if you don't catch in those first 10 over moving on to the next and it's it's writing i think you know as it relates to music what is interesting though with what tiktok allows you to do the, the songs and this dovetail, dovetails into a conversation that was ha happening on Twitter. This dovetails into that. Um, the songs and the, and the artists that are timeless, I think, it's not going to matter, right? Like you mentioned Stevie Nicks, right? Fleetwood Mac. Like there are certain artists who, whatever, they could have been, they were popular in the 60s, 70s. They're tw 2040. People are going to be playing it, right? Because those are just those jams, right? And I think it made me think about that when people were saying, you know, Drake is bigger than Michael Jackson, right? That was like the conversation happening on, and I'm just like, what are you people even talking about? And it's, first of all, one of my biggest things, and you know this Gabby is, I always say this, comparison is the thief of joy, right? Like you don't, like, why are we comparing these two things, number one? Number two, you cannot compare them because they're in mediums that didn't exist and don't and no longer are relevant at the time. It's right? never an apples to apples. It is not totally apples to agree. apples. You cannot use streaming numbers of a Drake album to compare to the magnitude of someone like a Michael Jackson. No one in the history of the world ever again needs to be as famous as that human being was. Like, and I've seen people talk about this. All, they're like, you don't understand. Like, and you do because you 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 know this. This was a man who would go places. And literally have grown adults losing their fucking mind and like passing out. Okay, like de deity level stuff we're talking about here with Michael Jackson. Like Drake, cool and all, he ain't that. All right, like he's just well, not. And I, I think to your point also, right? Like what there's there was something. It's a it's in the way that like we talk about sneakers because I equate everything to sneakers. That there was a different type of magic when you had to go to the store and pick up the sneaker mm -hmm. and wait online for it or mm -hmm. enter a raffle. You could touch it, feel it, smell it, experience it versus this quick click of like, up oh, sneakers app L, up oh, sneakers app L, sneakers mm -hmm. app L, like rinse, repeat, mm -hmm. bullshit, bullshit. Mm -hmm. And music has gotten to be the same way. And I don't mean that in terms of quality, which, you know, people could argue about that as well, but that's not, that's not the lane that I'm trying to go to here. When Michael Jackson. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. 
You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Was big. You had to go to a store to get his music or listen to it on the radio. You had to get vinyl. You had to get a cassette. You mm -hmm. had to get a CD, right? The fact that people still know his music, it's played at every wedding, every bar mitzvah, on the radio, at sports games. There's stuff from Drake's first album that people don't know. but like, And maybe when Drake transitioned from Aubrey Graham, <laughs> Jimmy in the wheelchair, Degrassi High, to the Drake himself, right? Mr. Champagne Poppy, who we all know and love today, certified lover boy. <laughs> you know, you don't have to go anywhere to do anything. Right. I can click and I can hear part of it. I can go to TikTok to hear another snippet. You're fed this stuff over and over again. So even if you don't want to be into it, you're into it because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, he might be like a Michael Jackson of this generation, but there's a reason that Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson and we're still having this debate because everybody knows who he is. Right, right. right? It's like everybody knows the Beatles music. You hear mm -hmm. stuff from Queen, this younger generation knows who Queen is. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. don't uh, they don't know who I'm trying to think of a comparison of like someone before Drake. Like they might not know 112. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know 112. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's where, like, no, I'm thinking no, of. I'm like, sorry, because, like, an R&B, you know, I, yeah. I think a lot of the verses were mm -hmm. people that were targeted more towards, like, our age group. For sure, for sure. You know, and it got a level of awareness mm -hmm. for the young folks. <laughs> but I think, like, the consumability changes everything, right? Yeah. Like, could you imagine if Mike, like, there's a reason, like, when Michael Jackson passed, he was number one on the charts because it was so accessible all of a sudden. That's why streaming platforms, when albums don't drop everywhere or like when Jay-Z's drop things exclusively on Tidal, that's why people go up in arms because it doesn't have the same accessibility. I don't know why we're all so soft, though. That's nothing new. Like if Sam Goody was out of your favorite CD, then you just had to take it. Like, right. 
or you Fuck go to or, or you go to coconuts yeah. or whatever. Coconuts. <laughs> Remember coconuts? Yes. The big virgin stores. Oh, too. the big virgin like, stores. Yeah, the big virgin box stores. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was just a different time, and I feel like, and that's why I use sneakers in, as an example. Like, it's so much more easy to have access to things, and yeah. you pay a little bit more. Yeah. You add a streaming service, or you do X, Y, and Z. But like the days of getting an album and sitting and listening to an album, like it just changed and. You know, like you never used to hear everything on the radio or on the billboard charts. Like the fact that Drake is what, eight of 10 right. of the top 10, that would never be because record labels used to control the release exactly. of singles. So even if you had the album, you almost felt like you had an inside scoop having the album. Exactly. It wasn't, yeah. it was, it wasn't on the schedule that you wanted it to be on, which is where it is now. So I yeah. agree with you. I don't compare. Stream, streaming sales are not equivalent to album sales like that's not or streaming numbers that's not it's not a one-to-one so yeah it doesn't matter yeah well well said by you and then also just look about like culturally and like the impact like like it's just that's not even a comparison right we're talking about again a deity level type of person and again no disrespect drake right like and drake might end up being that type of level though he might you know what i mean because he the way that he's done music has like changed the game even for tiktok right like some of his songs that have those really catchy hooks. Kiki, do you love me? You know what I mean? Like that's made for TikTok. That is, that is great. Is. I love it. So that is great for TikTok. I'm going to dust off the uh, vocal cords this I was going to say, I, was gonna say I, I, I love all you. <laughs> this is why I'm not quitting my day job. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Anyway, so they, it's what I think is also happening to Gabby. It's this. It's what happens every sort of like generation, so to speak, right? As we are now moving into the, the old older generation. We're the old people now, right? We're getting geriatric the- millennials is what I prefer <laughs> to call myself. But. Right. And so and now so we're butting heads with the twenty somethings and the teens, right? It's this is the it's the right. And it's the, it was the same thing when we were in our teens. So we're like, what do you guys know what you're talking about? Blah 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 blah. Like, rock music <laughs> and this rap. Like, <laughs> right. It's <laughs> but it, it and I, but I think what <laughs> makes it different is not only are the are we transitioning, it's the way in which, as I mentioned before, the way we consume it and the way it's delivered to us is also changing at the same time in a profoundly different way. So I think all of those factors together is causing this like mishmash soup where it's like, <laughs> I mean, I love the sound effects on that one. I, so channeling your, I, and then, you know, I just have to bring it back to sneakers. Can I ask you a question that, mm, you know, might be a trigger. I know for me, it's triggering before I even ask it. <laughs> Before we started recording today's show, you were asking me about the new Yeezys that are coming out. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Right? Yes. <laughs> and is this us being the old people that don't fully get the new styles anymore? Because, like, retros are popular and are still around to appeal to people like us. And, again, I know this is a triggering topic because <laughs> I'm feeling triggered and I'm the one that brought it up. So, it would love is, your thoughts. So, obviously, of course, Gabby and I are talking about the Adidas Yeezy Knit Runner Sulfur. And I just. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a sound effect. That was just my voice on that one. Sorry. By the way, remember when you. Remember when uh, in science class in like middle school, when you, you'd like mess around with sulfur and like you burn it and like it would smell like a stink bomb? You're like, yeah, that, that's. And you might have that yeah. gag reflex. Yeah. Look, I'm not necessarily saying that the Adidas Yeezy Knit Runner is making me gag. It's just, you know, in a polite way, this is not my bag, right? I just... Absolutely. That's a much more right? PC and nice way to put exactly the same. I, I don't know how and where I would wear something like this. Um, it looks... House like, shoes. <laughs> it, it looks more like um, 
honestly, it looks like a slipover. Like, you know those things where like, you, you have like a galosh. In the hospital that you put yeah, over yeah, top yeah. of your shoes? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what it looks like. And, uh, you know, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it gives me rubber ducky vibes for starters. Well, yes. I, mean, I know that's partly yes. the colorway, but yes. also like I said the same about the foam runners. I was like, I don't get it. Like, I'm sure they're comfortable, but I wonder at this point, and this is also putting my Crocs hat on. I don't actually have a Crocs hat, thank God. But like <laughs> in the same way that Crocs for so many years were so ugly and now all of a sudden yeah. have kind of taken off. Like when would Bad Bunny ever do a collab <laughs> with Crocs in any other universe aside from this alternate universe of pandemic right like you're right, panorama you're right. whatever the kids are panorama, calling it right the kids i just kids. I, I just think that like are we into it because it's hype or are we into it because it's a good design and i think that's the thing for me with like some of the jordans and i don't and there's a reason that a lot of people don't necessarily rock with things above like 14 or 15 because mm-hmm, the design mm-hmm. is just a little bit different it's it's more avant-garde a little bit mm-hmm different vibe it's a very specific style but i think there's something universal and beautiful about the original jordans but that's about the design like i think that i feel the same about the original wave runner i think it was like just weird enough that you're like how did he come up with all these shapes and forms (laughs) and things like that but it was really beautiful like i really love that shoe yeah they've kind of lost me when it comes to some of these other like croc like comfort things like the slides i get it because a slide is a slide. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, like, I think they've been doing some dope colorways. I get it. The foam runners, though. Not not into it. Look, I think it's... It's like it's like easy version of the Crocs, yeah. if I had to be honest with you. To your point, it is more avant-garde. And we know Kanye likes to push the boundaries on things like that. And, you know, it, that's it's evolving, right? Sneakers are not just something that you put on your feet because you don't want to get... You don't want to cut your feet on glass They're and not mess just them the up. Tennis shoes of old, right? They say exactly. In the it yeah. is, you're wearing art. I mean, that's that's all of fashion, right? You are literally wearing art. The question is, as an individual who is wearing the art and consuming it, what is your taste, right? What works for you? Um, and, but do you think it's taste, or well, do you think it's hype at and, this and, point? And let me get into that. I think some people are of their mind that they know what their taste is and what they like. I think there are others who have no idea what they like and they are being pulled by the hype culture and by whatever. No, you like mm-hmm. this. And, you know, I think we, because, and look, I'm sure there are plenty of teens and 20-somethings who know their own mind and know what they like. But I think we, as we've gotten older, we just, we know what we like. I mean, and what Absolutely. we don't like, right? What's like, no, I don't want that. That's not right. It's we. I would never wear that. Like we are at a stage where we know that I think a lot of that comes with age because sure, it might've been easier for us to get caught up in it in our teens and twenties, right? Like whatever new is coming out. Yeah. I got to get that. Got to get that. Now it's like, eh, nope, I don't need that. So I think it's really about, are you, are you someone who is uh, self-aware enough to actually know and have an opinion of what it is that you like and like to do? I think it's self-awareness and I also think it's a confidence thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like I remember how I was in high school. I had short hair. I thought I was a skater boy. See you later, boy. (laughs) Like I had my Roxy sticker on my car. You know, I just, it was a very like, let me try everything to figure out what I like. Right. Um, But I think that, you know, you and I are very different in the way that like we don't go after every release, right? And I think, you know, I get that from a collection standpoint, Mm -hmm. but when you come from a livestock and wear your kick standpoint, Mm -hmm. I only, you and I only go after what we like, right? And we also go after things that have a story Mm -hmm. and we appreciate that level of art. Like I'm going to use the Jeremy Scott Adidas, for Mm -hmm. example. When I was in college and I went, 
I remember seeing them. I was in Santa Monica for a spring break for tennis. And I remember seeing like the rainbow Jeremy Scott with the wings at the Adidas store. And I was like, these are so fire. Like these are amazing. And I just thought they were cool because I thought they were cool. And everyone's like, no, I don't know. They're weird. So I love that they're coming back Mm -hmm. with some of these new Jeremy Scott collabs again because it's tapping into that being like, oh, maybe this was really cool and ahead of its time. So I'm curious if like the hype beast culture is going to take over that too. But I also think, again, you know, a lot of people want to fit in and be a part of something. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what's true Mm -hmm. with Crocs. I think it's going to be very interesting with mids. And like I was talking about this with our former guest, uh, TJ, I talked from Talks with TJ yesterday about mids. Everybody dogs on the mids. Like these social status dunk mids are so fire and the resale should be so much higher than it is. There's a great story behind it. Um, the goat the wears milk. mids and we saw that picture on the interwebs. So well, and if you the know goat I had wears to mids. share the picture. <laughs> but can I tell you the amount of backlash I got of MJ wearing mids? We don't trust his style. I'm Listen. like, oh, that's the lane we want to play? Listen, the goat wears mids, I'm, I'm cool. You, there's rumors of Travis Scott doing a mid. And also, like, let's be honest, a three is a mid. TJ said this to me yesterday. And I'm like, preach, girl. You and you I agree. The three Threes is more of a mids, mid than it is a high. Nobody wants to talk about it because they love that elephant print and they don't want to conflict their messages. But I agree. <laughs> Between the goat rocking the mids, your girl over here rocking the mids. I, I mean, the Melody Asani mids, like the ones are fire, you know? I don't think there's anything wrong with a mid. I don't know why, where the stigma came from. People like to hate to hate. Well, but let me tell the, you, when, if Travis Scott drops a mid. I bet you people are going to buy him. Everyone's going to be all about that mid. They're going to forget. Because of, what do you mean? I like this all the time. I wonder if it's because of the ones, right? And people are obsessed that the ones have to be OG high. Like they, you I know? think if you're a girl also, like it's a little bit more of a delicate version of the one. Like not every girl is tall and has long legs. Yeah. So the mid really elongates that. And I think like Jordan Brand's done a really great job about doing some fire colorways. You know I can get on my soapbox about mids forever. So I'm going to pause myself well, right there. Well, you know but, me, Gabs. Like for the ones, I like one lows. <laughs> Forget a mid or a that. high. Like I'm going lows. <laughs> like no, thank you. I prefer a dunk low to a mid. Uh, I know you don't Jordan like the one lows low. Like the one shoes for me, the one lows. I don't know, but teach their own again. Like I'm not going to hate you for rocking them. The pair, the white pair that you have, look great on you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> so, like, no, no, it's it's it is interesting. And by the way, I want to be clear, folks. I understand that feeling of wanting to feel part of something and belong. And we're not, we're not saying anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I 100% get that. And that is why you, you have a, a lot of, of what you have to get this point about people sort of buying into the hype and, and all that. They want to feel like they're part of something. Absolutely. 100%, and I get that. 100%. And I think, you know, it's all fair, all fair in love and sneakers. Ah. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Mind melding. Mind melding. Well, folks, this has been another rousing me. episode of the Kicks and Shit Show. Thank you all so much for joining us. Don't you worry. We will have guests back soon. We are working diligently on securing some people behind the scenes for you. Um, we know NBA starting up training camp is going to be here next week. Uh, NFL is already in week two, week three by the time you guys hear this. So lots of exciting things happen in the world of sports. We will keep you guys all connected to it all. So as usual, you know where to find us. We're part of the Bomb podcast feed with the original Bomb show. We are there with woke bros, with rap names growing up the same. And until next time, peace. Elevate your summer with Osea's best-selling body care set. It's everything you need for radiant summer skin on the go. 
featuring travel sizes of Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral skincare, like their best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Right now, you can get the best-seller's body care set, a $78 value, 33% off. And use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.